You're listening to the Military Homeschool Podcast. The Military Homeschool Podcast aims to equip and encourage parents by covering topics relevant to military homeschooling families. Tune in each week for tips and advice from someone who's been there as a military wife and homeschooling mom. You also hear inspiring stories and informative guest interviews with experienced military homeschoolers and experts in the educational field. The Military Homeschool Podcast is a broadcast of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Hey friends, welcome back to the Military Homeschool Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Niehoff. Thanks so much for tuning in today. So perhaps you're at the beginning of your homeschool journey. You have everything set and ready to go from the best homeschool curriculum to the perfect learning space in your home. You've got all your bases covered, or so you thought, until someone asks you how you'll grade your homeschooler. That's when it hits. How are homeschoolers graded? If this sounds familiar or you just want to be sure you're doing things correctly, then you're in the right place. Because on today's episode, we'll discuss the ins and outs of homeschool grading. And hopefully, by the end of the show, you'll better understand how to grade your homeschooler and also come away with a few tips to keep it all organized. Let's start with getting a perspective on homeschool grades. As any experienced homeschooling parent will tell you, one main perk of homeschooling is its flexibility. Yes, there are requirements in each state that may direct how many hours you have to educate your child, and there may even be requirements specific to what grading system you must use. However, most often, parents are free to decide what best suits their family's needs. So evaluating your homeschooler's progress comes down to this. To grade or not to grade? That is the question. So in light of that, you may be asking, why does grading matter? The answer to this question depends on a couple of factors. First, if your state requires letter or percentage grades for homeschooled students, there's no way around it. You must grade your homeschoolers. However, if there are no specific requirements, whether to grade or not becomes really more of a personal choice. For some homeschooling parents, structured grading like letter or percentage grades maybe more of a holdover from their own experience with school. Receiving a grade for everything seems only natural when that's been your experience. While for others, grading is an excellent tool that allows parents to see where their student may need extra support and where they excel. Some families feel their students thrive with a structured grading system as it serves as a motivation to learning. However, many homeschoolers are moving away from assigning grades at every level and for every assignment. And here are some of the reasons why. First, for some students, grading actually creates anxiety, which could end up hindering their learning. And then also, while grades are good for some academics, they're often inadequate for more subjective learning. Plus, formal grades can limit a child's creativity or critical thinking, as a student may intentionally pick an assignment below their learning level to avoid scoring poorly. And grades can cause tension or issues between students, which 
may not be such a great concern in the homeschool environment, especially if you have a huge age gap or just one child, but this can be an issue between siblings. While this list is certainly not exhaustive, these reasons are just a few examples of why many families are opting out of assigning grades, at least at the lower levels. So the supporters for and against formal grading seems to be a mixed bag. And just for clarification, I'm not advocating for one system over the other. I can see both sides of the grading argument and personally believe that this is a choice that every homeschool parent needs to make for their own family. There's no right or wrong in my opinion. So depending on how old your children are, what about college? Many homeschool families choose to wait until high school before introducing a structured grading system. And this is because their students will be entering college in just a few short years. Implementing grades at this level helps colleges assess the student's level of competency and readiness for college-level learning. However, for those not so keen on switching over to, to formal grades, a grading system is not necessarily the golden standard for homeschoolers entering college. According to Lori Green, Vice President for Enrollment Management at Butler University, many universities consider the diversity that a homeschooled student brings to the shared learning experience once students from all backgrounds come together. One piece of advice that experts provide for inbound homeschool students is to give context to any work submitted so that admissions officers can gauge the student's academic accomplishments. So as I mentioned earlier, some families are choosing to grade in high school while others choose to skip grading altogether. Some children do better with alternative assessment methods, which we'll highlight shortly, while others thrive on structured grading systems. So it's up to you, mom or dad, to decide what works best for your family. Okay, so let's get down to the nitty-gritty and discuss the how and when of grading. As mentioned earlier, grading your homeschooler is a personal choice in many cases. If grading is what you deem necessary for your homeschool, for whatever reason, then absolutely go for it. Our family chose to grade years ago and just continued throughout. So in the process, I have learned that it is essential to find a grading system that works best for you and your students. And gratefully, there are several different grading systems to choose from. Some options include grading percentages. This system is a zero to 100% grading scale often used along with letter grades. And letter grades is an option that includes grades from A to F. There's also standard referenced grades. Now, this system compares students with other students using a letter grade. And obviously in a homeschool setting where most of our students are functioning on different levels of learning, this may not work or may be altogether not feasible for homeschoolers. Next is mastery level. This grading system uses terms such as masters or passers to show students' comprehension of a subject. And then there's standard scale. 
Now this option uses just pass or fail only. There's also absolute standards. Parents can compare their students' learning and work against the established levels of competency. Most school districts provide expected learning goals for each grade level. Then homeschool parents can use these expectations for their grading system. And finally, narrative grading. This system includes a written assessment of student learning and allows for personalized tracking. For most subjects, such as English, math, and science, many families reserve grading for assignments meant to test students' comprehension, such as formal tests. However, other grading systems can be used for assignments that may not have a clear-cut way of assigning a percentage or letter grade. A great example would be using the mastery level system for like a worksheet where your learner has to separate nouns from verbs and adjectives. So you'll want to decide how you want to approach grading, whether it's only letter or percentage grades for formal test, or if you're doing this for every assignment. While we're on the matter of grading art and other subjective assignments, another thing you'll want to consider with grading is the issue that you are sometimes assessing a more subjective learning. Therefore, evaluating your students' progress is a little bit harder. Examples include art or essays or music, and luckily there are different options for grading these tougher subjects. First, focus on other concepts like art appreciation or comprehension of a topic, which may include additional parts to an assignment, such as narratives or oral presentations to demonstrate knowledge. You can also grade according to effort and following directions or use simple rubrics that include the student's input to encourage self-reflection on learning. Or you could also use standard grading using a one to four scale. For example, four exceeds expectations while one is basic. So fortunately, there is more than one way to approach grading these trickier areas of, of learning. Next, let's go over how to record and track your homeschooler's grade. Now that we've covered the basics of grading, let's get into how to keep track of those grades. As with grading systems, there are a myriad of options for logging and tracking grades. Many homeschoolers use journals, flow sheets, and rubrics. These are just a few examples of tools that many homeschooling families use to track their learners' progress. And all three of these options are compatible whether you're using a structured grading system or an alternative means of grading. Many homeschooling planners available online and in bookstores include tracking sections where you can record grades or notes. And with a journal format, parents can take notes periodically or with each lesson to document their students' comprehension and areas that need improvement, as well as giving an assigned grade. Another way to keep track of grades is to find a nice flow sheet. And I'll include an example of one in my show notes for today. Flow sheets are available online. However, if you're creative, you can create one of your own, one that works for you. And lastly, rubrics are a great way to grade an assignment and then file it to keep track of as the school year progresses. Again, grading rubrics are available online, both for free and for purchase. 
So then there are spreadsheets or websites. Another way that many families track grades and progress while avoiding the accumulation of journals and binders around their homes is to use online tracking methods. And these are great for us military families who PCS every few years and don't want to have to lug around all this documentation from one home to another. A couple of options include spreadsheets or homeschool tracking websites. While spreadsheets may not be for everyone, some may love the organization and uniformity that spreadsheets provide. Using programs such as Excel or Google Docs, Parents can quickly enter and update grades and take notes. Since spreadsheets are not just homeschool specific, this option allows for customization that really best fits your preferences. The last option that I'm going to talk about today is homeschool tracking website. And I'll also be including an example of one in today's show notes as well. While each site is organized slightly differently, some homeschool tracking sites also offer the option of tracking attendance, which is very helpful for families that must submit their learners' attendance to the local school district. Moreover, many sites also offer a transcript feature, which I personally really love with high school students. This allows parents to compile and print transcripts for their students, making submitting records a smoother process. So in closing, grading is another aspect of homeschooling that may differ based on preferences or requirements of where you homeschool. While not everyone is required to submit formal grades to the local school district, some families still use a structured grading system as this just works best for them, while others prefer narrative grading that allows for a relaxed way of tracking progress. Whatever you choose to do, gratefully, there are several options for grading, which means there is something for everyone. Some examples, as we discussed, include percentage and letter grades, pass or fail, standard, and narrative grading. And while these grading systems are super easy to apply to subjects such as English and math, a different approach is often needed for more subjective lessons such as art. And Good news, there's fortunately several options for grading subjects like art as well. Then lastly, we also discussed that once you've decided which way to go for grading, there are great options for tracking your students' progress. Everything from journals to websites, there's plenty of choices to keep everything organized, making it easy to find when you need it. I thought I'd throw in this cute quote that not only is funny, but it is so true. And I'm not sure who to attribute this quote to, but it says simply, homeschooling is like crafting with glitter. It's messy and scary, but so worth it. Now I'd love to hear your thoughts on homeschool grading. On social media, drop your thoughts in the comment box or email me at militaryhomeschoolpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'd also love to hear if you have any questions or show topic ideas. So friends, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening in. All the resources I mentioned today will be included in my show notes at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. 
please be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. Then share it with a friend. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Military Homeschool Podcast. Have a blessed week. Thanks for listening in today. Be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. If you liked this podcast, please take a moment to give it a five-star rating and leave a comment. Links to the resources mentioned during the show today can be found in our show notes at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. Connect on Facebook at Military Homeschool Podcast or via email at militaryhomeschoolpodcast at gmail.com.